0: The main pain, as I understand it, that you see, you saw, see and you've seen in your experiences, is that it's one thing being able to assess percent, like state and time risk, at any one particular point in time, and that that's that's useful. But yeah. all, being able to measure that progressively over a period of time, being able to take that data, present it in a way that actually means something to the business, um, and being able to be able to you know be able to rely on the data as well so really trying to streamline that whole process of being able to track your your effectiveness in terms of security i mean that that's really the challenge is that it it, especially in a larger organization that must that's to do that right is a huge amount of work Um, and that's what you're automating
1: yeah yeah exactly it's (laughs) there's there's a number of different elements to it. There's mm. there's that keeping the data the same across everybody when you're collecting it. That, right. That's important. Normalizing it is important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then make, keeping it uniform over time as well. So each time mm. you talk to, to people, are we measuring the same thing each time? Mm. That's really important. Um, but just being able to have that visibility of it at all. But... Mm. Um, the other thing that I did as I mean as a consultant, the thing that I would always do is <clears throat> build out a framework, <clears throat> excuse me, build out a framework um, and assign roles to people within that framework, and right. they would then have responsibility for you know a particular area of security mm. um, and giving that responsibility to people and building it out in in, a, in an operating model, a target mm. operating model, really helps with your overall governance. And if you've mm. got better governance of your security, then it's much easier to create those improvements as well. So it's not just about kind of showing how well you're doing, but giving you the control and the ability to, to inject some easy kind of, um, what's the word, kind of management actions. Got it, where, yeah so you can just say right we've got an area there that those processes don't look like they're performing how i want Mm. them to Mm. i can just drop a task in there and get somebody to to improve it they come back to me and say actually i need help with this i need budget i need Totally.
0: It. So, so it's a collaborative it's a way of also bringing in the team and making sure that everybody understands their roles and responsibilities and being yeah. able to achieve those goals this is much what it's about is just showing improvement is the management of the, the thing is as, as much as anything then mm. it's brilliant that's really yeah. interesting yeah. It's,
1: yeah yeah it's a strange one because the first time I described it to the first group of people I described it to mm. automatically said, well, we use GRC tools. And they right. compare it to things like Archer and OneTrust. Yeah. And I'm mm. like, no, that's not what I'm doing. You know, if, if you had a, a OneTrust, tool in there, you could still use what I'm talking about because I'm not going to do risk management for you. I'm not going to get down yeah. into the, the depths of the, the risks. I'm not going to I don't even want to talk to my board about risk in terms of what you've got written down there as a risk. Right. I want to roll that up into a number of themes. I want to say say, you know, access control the, or the lack of it is costing you mm. a million pounds a year. That's it. That's it. i don't yeah. want to tell you that you know we have one particular system over there with um you know with eight character passwords on it and it should be 15 that they don't care. don't care about that, that care. <laughs> exactly.
0: uh, that's, that's really, yeah it's, it's really interesting because again one thing if i sort of just reflect briefly on on our experience of this as well is that we found that you know one of the things that you know my day job when i'm not doing CISO talks is i've CEO of a company called Lapide, and and one of the things that we found when we were trying to talk to CSA and security professionals about um, about presenting risk is unless you present it in a way that the business understands, it, you, you just won't get anywhere. So one of the things that we do, for example, when, when we, do, we do like a discovery and classification uh, part of one of our, our our solutions, and what we're able to do is, is append a monetary value to the data that we're looking at and being able to present the data and say, actually what we've got here is we've got data that's worth this much money that's in that location. That's significantly better than saying, oh, well, we've got a bunch of data that's on a file server. Or being able to say, well, well, you know, we've got this employee that has access to a bunch of this type of data. So, well, actually, we've got this employee that has access to that much value worth of data. Just, just that little difference of being able to just change the language is actually much more effective 100%. in getting the business to understand.
1: It's... Absolutely right. And, and the way that I described it a couple of weeks ago to someone was if you report on technical risk, you no, know, if you're in the low level in that detail and you report that mm-hmm. to the board they will use it to judge you it's a metric for they them will. because it's a technical risk and you're the you're that's, the technical that's, risk that's guy that's right if you go to them and report on business risk the value at risk is the right. money because of your business processes suddenly it's their problem that's right so it's it's a, yeah it, i totally agree with that but as i said before the, the it's still only holding a mirror up to them because they yeah. still want they, they still want to find a way of judging you you've just <laughs> got to give them a better way to judge you <laughs> not on risk because risk, if they're judging you on their risk then they mm. and, and you're not managing that that risk mm. with them then uh, and that's quite a common position to be in as a cso mm. um if you're not helping them to manage it, then that risk is always going to be increasing and you're going to be the one that's under pressure to fix it and without the tools to fix it you're the one that's going to be out on your ear in you know a short time and then CISO so <laughs> 10 years is still now i mean i, I three years, yeah 3 4 well, years well I, I i was on a a, a CON podcast a couple of weeks ago and i i'm i stated that it was 17 or 18 months Yes. From what I from the last metrics I'd heard, and there was a recruiter on the call, and he said, "Actually, it's more like a year now." Really? Yeah. And I said, "Really? Is wow. that you know? Has it got that bad?" And he said, "Yeah. It's it, there's so much pressure, and the role because the role itself is changing. It's being elevated more into mm. the business all the time. So you're getting a, so CISOs tend to, and I'm generalising here." Um, But they tend to be from a technical background because security Mm -hmm. in general is a technical discipline. Sure thing, yeah. You Mm. don't get a lot of people coming from a business background and go, oh, just a crack at security because there are easier things to get into. Mm. Um, The CISOs will generally come from a technical background and making that that jump from uh, thinking about technology. Either, even making the risk from uh, sorry the jump from th- thinking about um technical metrics to thinking about ooh, technical risk even mm. that's quite big sure taking that from technical risk to financial risk that's another big jump mm. taking that from actually we need financial risk and a metric to show how well i'm doing so a maturity metric on top of that to give mm. Mm. a rounded picture of how I'm performing and how I fit in with the rest of the company mm. that's you know we, we've we've now made two or three massive leaps from a, a management position in security so you've got people who are coming up as heads of information assurance and heads of security operations who have been mm. in the job for a long time very competent technically even good at the business talking to the right people mm. who don't know because they haven't had that experience of getting to that next step, and there's no, there's, you know, people might have written about it or how to do it, but there's no one that's telling you that this is why it happens. This mm. is what you need to do, and because if you don't, you're you're automatically going to be behind your peer group, and you'll be the one kind of red face sitting at the, the top table. Um, mm. And and I think that's also the reason why there's nothing that currently really exists in this space to to help because up until now hasn't really been needed but you know you can because you can see there's this 10 years of getting down to the period of a year i mean a year isn't long enough to really show any return